Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today, we're going to do something a little different. Today, we are going to only react to last night's game. So last night's game for us is the Phoenix Suns versus the LA Clippers game two, which is June 22nd, Tuesday. We're going to have a 10-minute short, short 10-minute reaction to this game to be able to give you our reaction to these to this game as quickly as possible. We're going to be doing this throughout the rest of the playoffs. So it's going to be a new format and we're definitely going to looking forward to it and a great game to start on, started on Chris. I mean a close 1 point Phoenix Suns victory, a lot of drama, there's a lot of good things to talk about. What do you want to start it off with? I just want to say that watching these games cuz the Clippers mm-hmm. are definitely more talented but the Phoenix Suns are better coached because mm-hmm. with a talented team and a talented roster like the Clippers have, they aren't being blown out. That's a good thing. You know, they're still fighting back. But Phoenix has not won convincingly in my eyes yet. That's, okay. you know, like every, it feels like every game is going to be a dogfight. Like, yes, they're really good games. I right. don't want them to be blowouts, but they haven't mm-hmm. won in convincing fashion yet. Mm-hmm. Like, they swept, um, the Nuggets, you know what I mean? No, did they sweep the Nuggets or one in five? I, heard, yeah. I can't really remember. The the Suns did, yeah, they swept it, them. They swept the Nuggets. That was convincing. I they, they I mean, like they might go for four or five games with the Clippers, but it was it's close. Like these last two mm. games have been close. Like I think the last game they won by one point yesterday. I mean, like two points yesterday because we saw Ben Simmons on the free throw line for the mm. Clippers. I didn't know he got traded. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And they won by six on Sunday. And they won by six. It's still not super convincing. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's the whole entire game time throughout the game, it's like really close. Mm-hmm. Really close. Like, they pull away for a little bit, then Clippers come back. Clippers, like, get like a couple points up, and then the Suns come roaring back. And it's just, right. it's really good basketball. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad about it. It's just that they haven't won a convincing fashion. So I'm not super convinced. I, I do have this. Phoenix Suns versus Atlanta Hawks in the NBA Finals, but they're just not convincing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that it's it's a very close matchup. I would say DeAndre Ayton's presence on the uh, basketball court could definitely be felt. He had a very impactful 24-14 and 14 last night. Ridiculous field goal percentage at 30, uh, 80%. He completely controlled the first half um he's 
He's definitely a presence, and he's definitely a mismatch problem with Zubox. Um, you know, Devin Booker's really special. He didn't have a really special night last night, but you, you still, still tell that he was dominant, you know what I mean, get a bucket when they needed him to, that type of thing. He's he's tough guy. Uh, you know, the guy on the Suns who had a great game would probably be Cameron Payne. For sure. Cameron Payne, I mean, he has the greatest stat line, yeah, but it's just he definitely – you want to talk about an odd revival of a career. This guy was like – I think the 15th or somewhere in the teens in the NBA draft in like 2017, he was out of the league and he's kind of made a comeback for himself. And he's got a really wicked first step and he plays with a lot of energy, a lot of edge is that kind of guy that you want on your team and hate if playing against him type of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, even watching him play, I'm like, I don't like watching this guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't like him as an opponent, but, He's he's definitely goes all out, tries his best, and he's he's the only person other than Devin Booker from the guard position that can create their own shot, which is extremely important when you don't have Chris Paul on the floor. So right. it's it's definitely a unique combination. I I would say from the Clippers side, it's just how much you know can Paul George do? I mean, I feel like you already know. What you're going to get. Marcus Morris may have 21 game. He may have the next game. Zubox is going to be a nice, like, you might have a lob or pick and roll big man. Like, he's going to do his role, and Reggie Jackson's going to be kind of like Cameron Artist Payne. But there's, we already know what's going to come from this team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, how much can. Paul George doing he was put on a masterpiece even though he wasn't really making shots he was really attacking the rim last night so other than the two free throws where he choked where you might <laughs> want to talk about so I'm gonna let it transition to you on that one like I said before I mean I didn't know we had Ben Simmons on the Clippers um how do you he wasn't ready for prime time and that's 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 upsetting and that's kind mm-hmm. of um what's the word for it it's discouraging for your team hmm. when your star can't lift you over the hump. Like, you don't have Kawhi right now. Paul George is the man. He's literally the man. So he has to be able to make these shots, especially during this important time. I mean, like, he hit his first three in the fourth quarter the entire game. Hmm. And he has to be able to knock down those shots because had he knocked down those free what throws, now Phoenix is feeling the pressure. Mm-hmm. Now they might throw up a bad shot. Maybe they may not wait so long. I mean, be able to get the DeAndre Ayton law. Maybe we're looking at this game differently. Mm-hmm. We're looking at it as 1-1, one, one, then 2-0. Yeah. You got to be I mean, ready dis- for those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I disagree a little bit on the uh, uh, about Paul George. I think he had a really good game, like, closing it out-wise. He had a few big buckets within the last two minutes of the game that kind of brought them back so i don't want to like condemn him because i really feel like he played a good game like his shot he knew his shot wasn't falling from three but he still found ways to get buckets and do what his team needed him to do and you know he uh, so but i mean he did he did have falter at the free throw line which is not good but yeah you can't um, have that Mm -hmm. you can't have that i mean it's still are two pivotal free throws because what are you you're 103 102. Mm-hmm. These two free throws make it 105, 102. Now you do have mm-hmm. three point shooters on the other side, but now they have to make a choice. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It puts more pressure. You're at it, what is like point. It means like eight seconds, and yeah, you miss two free throws. Point eight mm-hmm. seconds, you miss two free throws. That that ends the game. Mm-hmm. It ends the game. You play. You have. You play really good defense, and you end the game. Yeah, I would say that it's about that last shot. There was a lot of plays that got turned over by. Um, instant replay during mm-hmm. this game, and I don't like the last play. How basically DeAndre Ayton grabbed Zubak's jersey, mm-hmm. moved him into Devin Booker's screen, and then went around and did the alley oop to win the basketball game. That that's a foul. Okay, James Harden does that. We're we're tearing him up because he. You know, gets all the calls. LeBron does yeah. that. He does all the calls. Giannis does it. It's, he gets all the calls. Like, it's the NBA playoffs. There's a huge difference between being down 2-0 and 1-1 when the other team's going to get Chris Paul back eventually. You know what I mean? You've just decided an NBA basketball game because you pick and choose when you want to review a play. That's I, it's something I don't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, if you're, it's, it's different if they're not reviewing or something like that. But I just want it to be consistent. You know what I mean? If they're going to review for other plays, if something happens in the last eight seconds, 0.8 seconds, that's going to change the outcome of the game and you don't get that right. I mean, that, that changes a lot, right? I mean, being you split uh, at Phoenix's home court, that's you get home court advantage. I mean, that's huge for the Clippers going in. It's just now they're down 2 0, and then you know Chris Paul's going to be inevitably come back. This is a huge lead for the Suns. So it's, 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 it's tough, man. I, I, I definitely disagree with that no call because it was very blatant that he was just like literally like an offensive lineman blocking somebody. It's mm-hmm. like we're in there. And, you know, refs miss stuff all the time. That's just one of those missed calls. I mean, we see it all the time. But what the Clippers have to do for the to, in order to win the next game, like taking that that it happened, they can't carry around the burden of game one and two anymore. You're close. You're almost there. Now tap all the way in and win a game. That's all you got to – like – you can't go without winning the game because you'll never hear the end of it because you're supposed to be this team and then, oh, they're going to make all the excuses. Oh, they didn't have Kawhi. Oh, they didn't. But no, you have Paul George. Like, at the end of the day, you have Paul George. Like, I'm, I'm he was great in Indiana. He could be great for the Clippers. He just has to tap all the way in. He's not tapped in yet. Mm-hmm. Yes, he had a great game. I'll give you that. He definitely had a great game. But those in those moments... That's the moments that you live for. That's the moments you go to, you practice every day for. And yeah, you didn't I show up. Coming from there. You didn't show yeah. up. You had, those were must hit free throws. You would hit those mm-hmm. free throws, game's over. Like, I, I mean, yeah. we can't, I can't stress it enough. You hit those free throws and the game's over. It's 1 1. And now you're leaving yeah. with momentum and going and going back to LA. Now you're soaking back to LA. Mm-hmm. Like damn, now we down two zero. Now you got that. Now you got the feeling that okay. Now if we lose this time, now you're now the pressure's on you. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a smart that's smart basketball there. Whether because it was a must win game for both sides, in my opinion, mm-hmm. it was a must win game for the Clippers in order to stop momentum and to get momentum going into the next into the next game. But it yeah, was home. going back home. 
but this was a must win for Phoenix as well because now they have put they have backed LA into a corner and they have all mm-hmm. the momentum going forward because now right. LA is like okay if we lose the next game now we're down 3-0 we're in danger of being swept right and i mean you know Chris Paul's inevitably going to be back probably around 5 game 5 or 6 you know what i mean so if you don't make an extreme push right now then you have no chance because when Chris Paul's back this this series is going to be too favoring the Phoenix Suns the Phoenix Suns are full power versus the Clippers without Kawhi it's not it's not close i It'll be interesting to see if, you know, maybe Kawhi does come back. I don't know. You know, I, we nobody really knows what his injury is really, really like. But the fact that he's missing Western Conference games must be extremely serious. You know what I mean? For yeah. the guy that puts all, all his time and effort into one thing like that. Yeah, it's got to be really, really tough. Tough injury. Poor guy has hurt a lot. Not like Anthony Davis. <laughs> Mr. Street Clothes. Ooh, we should call him Street Clothes 2.0. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's kind of disrespectful, but yeah, I mean, that could be. I mean. Oh, Kyrie can be 3.0. <laughs> They're always in Street Clothes. Mm. All of them. But yeah, that's just pretty much it with that. Um... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can wrap it up here. So um, this is definitely going to be a a continuous segment we're going to be doing reaction to all of these games right after i mean the night after and um we're going to keep it short so you guys can consume this content in a very short way on your way to work in your lunch break plenty of time so thank you for listening to the basketball addicts podcast and i'm jason collins yeah i'm chris muhammad all right have a good one Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.